What do I define about blowing up? You know what I'm saying? Like, feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was, when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, and he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, please respond. Are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um, everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everyone, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkAndSpill.com. And on this episode, we're featuring another incredible woman that I have met, I guess, a while ago. And I am so excited to hear from her, hear what she's doing, what she's up to, and then also to celebrate her many achievements during this year's Women's History Month. I mean, we celebrate women all year long, but like we turn up a little bit extra hard in March because why not, right? Why not? So this week's guest, her name is Daisha, and she is uh, she does so many things. It's it's actually kind of insane. You're gonna love her IG if you're not already following her. So I'll have that ready. It'll obviously be in the show notes. So get your phones ready. Um, her handle, by the way, is at I am the Daisha, and that's D A I S H A. Okay, and you're gonna see she's got, she's an artist. She's an entrepreneur. She is a beauty. She's a dancer. She's a singer. She does so many different things. She's an actress. And I, I met her years back, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but I'm just really excited to see a multi-passionate entrepreneur, a multi-passionate woman doing her thing. We're going to talk about one of her new ventures, yes, and I'm just excited because her new venture, by the way, is something that I've, I care I care a lot about. If you know me and you follow me on the, on the gram, you know, you know, so stay tuned. All right. Without further ado, hey, Taisha, how are you? Hi, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? That was wow! Like I've never I think I've been introduced like that before. <laughs> so much fun! I love doing. I wish that, that could happen when I wake up every day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good morning, world. Welcome. <laughs> Hello, LA. Yeah. Hello, West Coast. Yes. So you're based in LA, but I did not know you were from Maryland. So how long have you been on the West Coast? So yes, I'm from Maryland, but I lived in New York for eight years. And then now I've been in LA for about six years. Okay. Okay. And how do you like it? I like it a lot. It's really funny because everybody always compares the two and they're like, which do you like better? You know? <laughs> and I'm like, well, honestly, you can't find New York in LA and you can't find LA in New York. Like they're totally different and I love them for different reasons. Um, <laughs> so okay. yes, I like LA and I do miss New York as well, but I try to go back and forth. I see that. No, I, I mean, I'm with you. It's completely, they're completely different ball games. And I mean, I think as somebody who has the type of background that you have, like it is kind of dope that you can, you can just do well in both spaces. The vibes on the East coast are very powerful. And obviously that's like generalizing an entire, an entire region, but there's so much to offer out there. And then, you know, SoCal has a lot to offer too. So mm-hmm. we met though, in Atlanta, of all places. Of course. And like... Yeah, we did. 2018. <laughs> and I'm like... And I'm going to find the photo because I'm pretty sure I took one. Okay. So tell us 2018, right? Let's paint the picture for folks. We were there for Summit 21's conference. It was like this huge multi-day event in Atlanta through 2190, right? Which is an affiliate of Blavity, I believe. Yes. 
And they were hosting this event basically for women entrepreneurs and helping them to just do different things and, and boost themselves and obviously network and mix and mingle. And what were you doing? Tell us what you were doing. <laughs> so it's really fascinating. I had been working with Livestrong.com, the company, for a bit, doing different exercise, workouts, videos, and things like this. And they actually approached me to come to the conference and do kind of like in-between talk dance breaks. <laughs> so kind of just like fun little 10 to 15 minute dance breaks because, you know, the women are just soaking up all this information and sitting all day. And it's just a good way to like get out of your seat and move your body and get empowered and just have fun for a second and break up the break up the day a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you were, she was literally y'all, literally she was teaching us to dance. Like up on stage, she had us get up out of our seat and we were doing, you basically had a whole choreographed number, right? I mean, it was. Y'all going to feel like Beyonce today. So take that energy with you. (laughs) It was amazing. And I'm like in the back, right? And I'm an, and y'all know, y'all know, most people know I am not a dancer. And so, and it's mainly because I just get super self-conscious and like, I love, love, love music, but I'm not a dancer. And so you're up there and you're giving us the cues and I'm in the back, like trying to pretend like I know what I'm doing. And then you at the, at the end, like you come, you come off stage and I don't know, somebody else went up and like the host or whatnot, the MC came up. I was talking and I was like, Hey, that was crazy. It was so much fun. And I don't even know what I said, but I was just like in awe because it's such a cool, I thought it was a very creative thing to do. I mean, have you done that before? Um, no, not in a setting like that. It's actually a fantastic idea though, because it is hard if you're studying for, let's say eight hours and you know, you need to take a break to stretch your legs or walk around or just reset or something like what a different way to do it to connect with the women around you and have fun and take that moment of maybe you feel silly or maybe this is awesome. All of it. It's just, it's all great. You know? Yeah. I mean, you got to move the, you got to move the energy around a little bit. Exactly. It's also nice just to stand up for a second, even though we're walking around in typically really nice heels of sorts sometimes at these events. Um, But yeah. (laughs) Hey, Beyonce can do it. Then I mean, it's an inspiration for all of us, but it was a really, really dope event. It really was. I, I miss doing stuff like that. I would say more than any other type of like large scale conference type things that I miss because mm-hmm. I love going to networking events. But that to me was just, it was so much fun. So let me ask you this. Do you feel like you're more of an introvert? That's tough. <laughs> I recently had a friend that was like, you're not an introvert. And I was like, really? <laughs> Because to me, I feel like I am, unless I have to be on or I'm performing or I'm in my craft, then Mm -hmm. I'm like this whole different person. But kind of my day-to-day around the world vibe is pretty introverted. And or if I'm with people I know very well, um, that's different. (laughs) But yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm like, go to the party. I'm the life of the party. Like, not really that. But again, if you turn the right song on, then all of a sudden I'm extrovert. So I don't really know. Am I an introvert, extrovert, or an extroverted introvert? I'm not sure. Right. Right. No, I mean, I'm kind of the same way. I feel like I'm more of an ambivert, which, uh, let's be honest, most people are like ambivert. That just sounds like yeah, a made-up word. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Right. I like it. Yeah. It's, it's, I guess, like both. But, you know, to your point, there's there's kind of a time and a place. And I think, for me, I'm kind of the same way. But also, I think for me, though, it's not it's not necessarily the song. It's it's like the song plus maybe some alcohol of sorts. Like I, I have to it's it's just I can be very like 
I don't know. It's just, it's nerve wracking sometimes. And for mm-hmm. me at least, but I love that you, you have that, that energy about you and that not only do you show up and shine, but it, you encourage other people to kind of do it too, even if they maybe identify as a little bit more introverted and kind of like not as outward with, with mm-hmm. their, with their, with their emotions or feelings or body or whatever. So I did not know that you had like YouTube videos with like music and like music oh. videos. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, guys, I'm going to link them in the show notes so that you can see, because when I promise you, first of all, you already heard Deja talk about the working out, right? So you already know, like, I want you in your head to know if you haven't already looked at her IG page, that she's like a fitness guru. Like she clearly works out, but then you see these music videos and I'm like in awe. So you have one that's like super chill and just like really pretty. Like I want to say you're at the beach and then you have this other one where like you're legit in the gym. And I'm yeah. just like, I wonder how many calories they burned making this music video. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That was a lot of fun. Oh, I bet. I that bet. So, okay. So let's let walk us through, I guess, maybe your career for a second. So you've got, you've got a lot of stuff going on, but what started first for you? Like, okay, so <laughs> here we go. I started as a dancer. So I've been training since I was a wee little one, probably around five. Uh, my older sister is a well-known ballerina. She was with Dance Theater of Harlem and Alvin Ailey, and now is the the dean of the dance department at Juilliard. And that's pretty sweet. I was also placed in Dance Young. And I naturally gravitated toward more like modern dance and tap and jazz rather than the ballet route. So I then went to college for dance as well at Hofstra in New York. And I lived the whole like step up movie life. Like I was bunhead by day, hip hop by night, like doing the thing. And then I'd say my junior year of school, I started to actually work professionally because I got to know the choreographers and the classes at nights that I would take. And yeah, my, my first professional gig was Rihanna because somebody got uh, let go last minute and they needed somebody last minute. And I was like, wide eyed, like what? Had to learn a 90 minute set in like four days and go to Europe and just like plug me in. It was crazy. Anyway, but I worked, I still do. Uh, seriously with dance a good 10 years or so backup dancing for everybody um and it was good I hit all my goals from there I started to be like huh what else can I be doing and from there I decided to start taking voice lessons in case I did Broadway or something like that and once I was in voice class my teacher asked if I wrote music and I was like I don't know actually I've never tried So I wrote a song and I recorded it and I was like, oh man, (laughs) I got the bug because it was like, I can perform, I can write music, I can sing the music, I can like choreograph it. I have all creative agency over this. Whereas backup dancing, I felt a little stuck sometimes because creatively you don't have a lot of say so. That was just a whole new avenue. So I went hard with the music and it was, it was really intense. And I think what was the fourth year I got signed to LA read on the spot and it was like amazing. And then things shifted a bit and it didn't work out the way I planned and that's fine. But from there I decided, you know what? I've also wanted to act. And because I've put all my focus on dance my whole life, 
and because I take training seriously in anything I do, I hadn't been able to really take the classes. But through my music, I was introduced to an acting agent and I pitched myself to her as, you know, I've been on stage my whole life. I work really hard. I've been in front of the cameras. I've done all these movies, but just as a dancer and like, blah, blah, blah. And she gave me a chance. And with that, as music was kind of uh, taking a step back, I decided, you know what, I'm going to move out to LA and try this acting out. So I literally just left everything and moved to LA and was just training and I'm still training. And now working as an actor. But yeah, I do all the things every day. It's like, which hat do I wear today? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we're going to talk about your new venture here in a bit. So y'all stay tuned for that. But okay. So you started off dancing and then it just evolved and you just kept evolving. So that's the word I I like um, to use about it. Yeah. It's not like I stopped one thing or, you know, like it's just kind of keeps growing. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's important, I think, to evolve like as people, but also as as artists, as creatives, as people who are in the entrepreneurial realm as as well. Like we we have to evolve. If we're not evolving, something's going on, right? Or something's not going on. And right. to address it, I'm sure the audience is like, Yeah, there's so many things. There's so many ways this conversation can go. But we're gonna try to <laughs> There's so much, but I do want to get into, I want to get into the dancing and the performing bit because I know a lot of people who listen to the show, right, are entrepreneurs or business professionals who are considering entrepreneurship. I love to give people different stories and, and people from different walks of life and to hear how they've persevered. I know you said that things didn't work out maybe necessarily the way that you thought or had hoped or whatever with the LA Read bit, but can you just talk about some of the things that you've done to persevere when you had some potholes or some speed bumps as you were evolving? Mm. Yeah. Right. You know, you, you know, we think this is going to go this way and the path is clear and I see it in my high and then sometimes it doesn't and that's okay. But I think because of the work I do and the amount of no's that most artists get in our lives, (laughs) you just kind of have to develop a skin that is, I'm, every time I go and I audition or I'm trying out for something, I'm giving you a gift. This is a gift. This is something I'm offering. I'm not here to get the job. I'm not here to get something. I'm here to share. And every time you share, it's a gift to, to everyone in the room, whether they quote unquote want you or not. So, so it's an interesting mindset to kind of need to shift so that you're not knocked down with every no you get because there's thousands and thousands of those. (laughs) Also just a lot of self-care for me. I'm a big meditation person. I like yoga, which I'm also a trained teacher in. I journal a lot. Um, I have really, really good people in my life that keep me grounded and inspire me and I can call at any moment and be like, oh, I didn't get the thing. And it's like, keep going. You got this. You know, like I have a good tribe around me. And, you know, sometimes you need to take a break, go somewhere for a couple of days, reset, come back, get back to it. You know, I also try to do things outside of the field that keep me full. So I'm not always just waiting on a call or waiting on the email or waiting on the audition. My whole life isn't about the audition and getting the job, you know, so trying to make sure my whole life is well-rounded and not just focused on one aspect. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. one of my, one of my coworkers actually used to work for a big consulting firm. And one of my colleagues was, he is an actor and he was auditioning a lot, even like yeah. while we were working and traveling. And I had no idea. I had no idea what the mm. industry was like. And yeah. so I would see him and it is really intense. And so for those of you who are listening, who like have not even tapped into this world, I just want to paint like a small picture from my perspective real quick, because I, I, again, I had no idea what it was like. And so he took tons of acting classes and he tried to make sure that he was always on top of his game. He had his reel, his acting reel, which showcased him doing different scenes of different, different things that he's done in the past and showcasing his talents. And he had an agent, I guess, who would help him get these auditions. And so he would have all types of auditions that he could essentially do. And they would have, sometimes they'd have like a wide variety of things that they would want, or it was something kind of specific. And he would go and he would wait. And sometimes he would wait for hours to be called to do the audition. And then sometimes you get the call back, sometimes you don't. That happens and there's another one. And then sometimes there's a long while before there's another audition. And it just seemed like, like you said, there's so many no's, there was so much waiting and there's so much angst, right? Like you're kind of Mm -hmm. like waiting for so long. So how has that, I mean, that seems, I want to say that seems really intense comparatively speaking to maybe those of us in corporate or, or other, other industries. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a lifestyle, not for everybody, not saying that's good or bad, but yeah, it's just not a lifestyle for everybody. It's very, can feel very unstable. You know, you don't know when your next check is coming a lot of the time. Mm. It's a lot of gray area, (laughs) which is not always easy to just live in comfortably. What's the next thing? I don't know when or how, or, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So yeah, it it takes a certain amount of mental fortitude to stay in it. But that is why I keep saying you need other things to fill you up or create stability even financially you know if you have your side job or whatever that you know this is well this I know I'm having this thing so I'll be okay mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah I, I would not sit here and tell you it's an easy path but again if if it's what you love it's what you love so again yeah. it just feels like a gift rather than trying to get something yeah I love that. I'm glad you said that. And I think for a lot of us who are entrepreneurs, I think that's relatable too. Yeah. You start off, and a lot of us, when we started off as entrepreneurs, we started off doing something completely different than maybe what we do now. Even if you're in the same industry, a lot of times the way we do things shifts quite a bit, right? As we are evolving, which is kind of like the Mm -hmm. theme of this episode right now. But that, that like entrepreneurial evolution, it's a mouthful. But I feel like that happens where you come in, you're trying stuff out, it works, it doesn't, you're you're pitching people, you're selling something, whether it's a product or a service, and you're going to get told no, you're going to get people to roll their eyes, you're going to get left on red, and then eventually things, you know what I mean, pick up. And if you love doing it, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't hit the same way. And so I'm glad that you said that as well as having other things in your world and it not being just this like laser focus. I think the Instagram world, like the social media realm, I, I feel like it it has you focus, like hustle, grind, go, go, fight, fight. And it's like, sure, you should be focused, right? You should be focused, but your whole like livelihood, I don't think necessarily needs to weigh on one particular thing, right? Even for people who aren't multi-passionate, would you agree? 
-hmm. Yeah, I think also it's important to always come back to your why and always think about like, you just don't know in life. You don't, you can't predict the timeline of things. So if this is something you really love, you know, you might hit at 40, you might hit at 90, you might hit at who knows. But like, if you love it, then it doesn't feel like, then you're just in it for your life and you do this thing. And every day is, is you get to do the thing. And maybe as an actor, like maybe one day you get to work on set and like, that's beautiful. But if I don't get on TV, like, am I still an actor? Yes, I am. So yeah, just remembering like, if you're in it, you're in it for life because you love it. So nobody's timeline is, is the same. Nobody's path is the same. It doesn't look the same. Remembering why you love it. Like when you were a kid and you were, you know, making up scenes at home or whatever, like always reconnecting with like, oh yeah, that's why. It's not because I want X, Y, or Z. It's because I, I just freaking love it. You know, it makes me feel X, Y, Z. So it's always important. I agree. I agree. I mean, we could do a whole episode on like having a strong why, and that maybe could be a really good bonus episode for next month. If you guys are part of the Patreon, shout out to the Patreon and the Patreoners. Hey, can we take a pause real quick? I just want to let y'all know this is exclusive and time sensitive. If you're hearing this, there's a really good chance that either I have a spot open or I have a spot opening on my one-on-one program that I offer. So I only do four slots at a time because this is like the most intense, thorough, intimate way to work with me ever. This is my creme de la creme, like four bad bitches only. This is for solopreneurs who have a nine to five, who work in corporate, who have some sort of job that they are doing and that they're doing really well, but who also have a side hustle or a business that they are running on the side and they want to build and streamline their goals towards. A lot of us have strategy. A lot of us have plans here and there, but most of us don't have accountability. A lot of us don't have a support system that's solid. And the rest of us aren't organized and have strong boundaries, have routines, like all of that. So I'm going to help you get it all together. This is a three-month intensive one-on-one coaching program where you have full access to me via Voxer, We have seven, seven one-on-one calls with each other throughout the three months and you get routines, you get customized affirmations and audios and all kinds of things to help you succeed. So check out the link. It's in the show notes. It's also on my website, WhitneyDanielle.com. If you have questions, DM me, send me an audio note. Let me know. If you know someone who needs to get their shit together in this manner, send me their information. I will totally hook you up for the referral. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Let's get back to the episode. Yeah, that, that could be a really good conversation just in and of itself is, is coming back to your why and making sure that you have a strong connection to it. Because again, social media can have you thinking, I th- and I'm not trying to bash social media right now. I want that to be very clear. We love the gram. Okay. We love the gram. We love TikTok. Like, come on, come on. This is not, this is not one of those conversations, but my point is sometimes social media will have you thinking uh, a certain way. And that's not always the case. Like you can, you can definitely switch things up and, and take that break and, and come back to your why you don't have to do what everyone is doing. And that whole thing, when you start talking about that, it makes me think of you know, comparing, and I talk about this in a different episode this month of March of like comparing your chapter two to someone else's chapter 37. Yeah. You know, it's, 
it's, I mean, it's not a good look to do that because to your point, like we're on, we're all on different paths. Even if we're in the same industry, even if we're auditioning for the same thing, even if we have the same client demographic, right? We're all kind of doing our own thing at our own time. And as long as you like doing it, it really doesn't matter when yeah. you kind of hit this. And that's the thing too, with the goals, like they're not, <laughs> I'm sure you have had more than one goal in your career, right? We sure. all have. So it's like, you hit this mile marker. Sure. Let's call it a mile marker, but then there's another one, you know? Exactly. So you're, you're, there's not one, you know, you, what is success? It's not like what, I don't think it's one thing. I mean, what do you think success for you right now for 2022 looks like? Uh, for me, success is all internal. Like I've been on an internal journey the past couple of years, especially with the pandemic has uprooted a lot of things that I'm looking at head on. <laughs> traumas and different things. Yeah. So traumas and different things that I've been really working through. And so success to me right now just looks like peace, like just finding that peace inside myself, inside my skin. And I think like for me right now, once I can come to a place of this, this peace inside of me, internally my external will shift in a way that I don't I can't even imagine like the most beautiful way which everything is honestly I'm, I'm grateful for everything in my life right now but I think I can shift in into a level of abundance that I haven't even that I can't even fathom once I kind of shift my internal so yeah I think success for me is when the internal and the external makes sense and it's like kind of blended <laughs> I love that no that does make sense I think it makes sense yeah. And I think with the pandemic, I think a lot of us have shifted, right? And have been forced to either evolve or yes. to figure some things out so that we can evolve or some kind of combination of the two. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it hasn't been easy. So for you, I mean, looking at this new year, I feel like we might be getting out and about a bit more with mm -hmm. all the restrictions. And I don't know what it's like in Cali right now, but Tell me for 2022, I mean, when you're, as you're evolving, do you want to focus more on one thing? I know we're going to talk about the, the new venture. <laughs> I, I'm going to keep teasing that for a second, but I want to talk more because I know you do a lot of things beyond that, that venture that you've got and that adventure that you're taking with it. What else? I mean, what are you looking forward to getting out there and doing? I'm a big traveler and I haven't been able to do that as freely as I'd love the past few years for obvious reasons. So if I can just kind of go <laughs> and be out of here for a little bit, go anywhere, to be honest, uh, Europe or Latin America, or I don't know, Morocco keeps popping up in my head. Like I just kind of want to go out and adventure and see the world a bit. I have felt a bit stuck, you know, in, in this space the past couple of years. So travel is a big thing for me. It fills me up deeply as a human and an artist to just see different things and cultures and, and take all of that in. I do see my, my acting expanding in different ways, but yeah, your, your, your life affects your art. So like, if you feel stagnant in your life, it's hard to translate into your work. You know, so I'm trying to fill my life up more and do more fun things and figure out ways to just like keep expanding and evolving as we keep saying. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to play a drinking game. How many times? Every time we say oh, yeah. evolve. Yeah. 
Or it could be water. I mean, you could hydrate yourself. A lot of us are very dehydrated these days, so um, especially with right allergy <laughs> season. Everyone's going to be all dried up in the nose area. So yes, every mm-hmm. time you say the word evolving from now on, pick your poison, water or something else, and we'll make a game of it. But yeah. I I love that. I do. And I, I agree with, with your life and it just pouring directly into what you're doing and even yes. how you do it. And I love how earlier you talked about wanting peace. And I think that's important too. Um, when is your birthday, by the way? I want to know what sign you are. <laughs> December 12th. Okay. So is that Capricorn? That is Sagittarius. Oh, it is Sagittarius. Okay. Sorry. I'm like new at this, but I, I ask because I know that certain signs and like certain personalities like to travel and explore some more oh, yeah. than others. And I definitely feel like I didn't realize I've been reading about ADHD recently and they talk about how people with ADHD, they've like started doing studies on it and they have like this gene trait or genetic trait or whatever that is tied back to basically like the wanderers and the travelers, the settlers, like people who moved a lot. I thought that was super interesting. It's so random. What's your sign, by the way? I'm an Aquarius. Okay. Yeah. But I just, the, the, the urge to be out and to explore life, I think we have that in common. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the show do too, where mm-hmm. there's a part of them that wants to connect to other things and to be immersed in other cultures and to just sail around a bit and to let life pour into you so that when it comes to your art, whatever that looks like for you, it could be realty, it could be your art you know, designing yeah. homes, staging homes, it doesn't matter. That being able to pour into that from a place of, I don't know, I guess it's like uniqueness is the word. Are you getting anything for this? Like being able to just showcase yourself, even express yourself maybe is the word. Yeah. For me, it's just like, I don't know, feeling full. Like it makes me feel full mm-hmm. of life. Like it makes me feel like the well yeah. is full. Yeah. yeah. I love sure. that. That's so cool. That's so cool. Okay. I'm glad we talked about that. And, you know, hopefully those who are listening, if you feel, if you feel what we're getting at here and it's also been on your heart to like, get out of the house, get out of your town, get out of your city, get out of your job for a bit, you know, please go do that. They've done studies on changing your environment and how that affects your creativity and how it's just a powerful thing to do. And we've all been kind of trapped in the house and or some in, in our towns, right? We've been trapped mm-hmm. in our countries. We've been very trapped. And so that need, I think a lot of people are feeling that need to kind of fly and explore. So I'm glad that you, you talked about that because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like for a good part of people that I know, that's something that a lot of us really can't wait to get back to. Yeah. And there's whatever state you're in, I'm sure there's plenty to do let's say you know maybe you don't have the funds to fly somewhere or something like that like I'm in California and you can literally travel two and a half hours and it's completely different even the landscape is different so there's a lot of exploring to do even probably where you live that maybe you haven't explored yet I agree so you don't have to spend you know a million dollars to get a little shift absolutely absolutely we don't have to do the I don't know if you watched um, Inventing Anna, where she goes to that place. I think it was in Morocco. I can't remember what the place was called, but like they had these incredible villa type rooms for like, I think it was like seven grand. So yeah. if you guys watched Inventing Anna, you know exactly what I'm talking about. 
It's good. I'm not done. I don't know what episode that is yet. So I'm like, I don't think I got to there yet. Oh yeah. You'll love it. It's such a great, if you guys haven't watched it, please watch it. It is a hoot, but, and we can talk about that in a second. Cause I'm sure if you've watched even just the beginning, you'll see what I'm talking about as it pertains to entrepreneurship. But like, to your point, you don't have to get crazy with it. You can literally stay local. The museums here in the DC area have opened and so yeah. the Smithsonian is at your disposal. People put in so much work into the exhibitions and getting out and going. There are concerts now, right? Even in the yeah. DMV, there's there's so much to do. So much inside and out. So Absolutely. It's getting yeah. nice out again. So you know, I know. venture outside. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's it's the perfect it's the perfect weather for wineries. Even if you don't like to drink, I found that I one of my favorite parts about going to wineries is the drive there because it's mm. so serene and it takes you up. Most of the wineries are kind of out in the cut. So like you have to go through the mountains and it's just, you don't get cell phone service and you're just out there. And I mean, I, it's so peaceful. I just, that's I, honestly, I would say that's probably like 60 something percent of the reason why I like going so much. Sounds lovely. Yeah. So, okay. So real quick side note about inventing Anna and entrepreneurship. I, I, so this is important though, because, you know, she was very confident. She was very confident. And so I just in like, I don't necessarily know what she was confident in, but she was very confident. And yeah. I think she was confident that like, she just, I, I don't know if she believed that she could do what it was, but I felt like she did, right? She's talking about getting this building and creating this art. What was mm-hmm. it? An art, not art deco, but like a the, this, yeah. this community, right? This uh-huh. space that she wanted and she had the confidence. So can we talk about confidence for a second? Because I know for you, if you're getting in front of cameras, if you're getting in front of strangers, if you're competing against others, which I, a lot of us technically in the entrepreneurial world do, especially mm-hmm. on social, you're going live, you're interviewing, you're being interviewed. Maybe you're getting up on stages and speaking in front of people. Maybe you're, you know what I mean? You're selling, you're doing these things. So can you talk about how you stay confident because I think that's important. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's a practice. You know, I don't wake up every day and I'm like <laughs> on a million about it, but I think it's a practice. And like, I'm a big, big fan of affirmations and building yourself up. Um, you're not always going to walk into a space that you, you'll be nervous and have all the things. But I think about that Rihanna video I saw where she's just like, you're not always going to feel it, but you got to fake it till you make it, you know, <laughs> just like there's this thing that happens. Also, just again, a deep knowing of self. When you walk into a room, you don't have to try to be anything else or play a part. A lot of times, if you're just authentically you, that kind of resonates with most people. Even in an audition space, you're going to have 50 girls who are doing like for a dance thing, they'll have to do 10 turns and do a kick to your ear or whatever. And like everybody can do it and do it well, but that girl next to you isn't you. And so like whatever unique way you move is unique to you. The girl can't move like you do, even though you're doing the same pirouette. So they're looking most of the time when you, you go into these spaces, the other person is just looking to see you. They just want to see you. So it's like, it's a weird kind of unlearning of like, I have to put on all these layers when I walk into the space and, and be like this and they want to see this and that. And it's usually not true. It's usually the de-layering and just coming in authentically 
boldly you and people want to see. I love that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, you are unique. You are unique to you. And it's sometimes it's an energy thing. I believe that it's an energy thing too, right? The energy and the the presence that we each have, it's unique. And, you know, sometimes vibes are real. Vibes are so real. (laughs) And it's just, it's hard to fabricate them. It really is. And I think that's why to going back to the Anna show, like she she had this aura about her that was just like, she just knew that everything was going to, like people were just going to give her what she wanted and it wasn't a big deal. She's like, oh, it's not a big deal. Nothing was ever a big deal. And that that energy, I mean, it got her very far. It got her very yeah. far. And you did see some moments that she was still nervous and kind of unsure and like, mm-hmm. she's like, I don't know. But then she would just go to the left and try it over there and like it would work, yeah. you know? So it's that kind of thing of like, okay, well, if it, it's not going to happen here, then I'm going to go over here and yeah. it eventually will. But yes, she, she had a very clear, deep knowing that she was going to get to where she needed to get to, mm-hmm. which is kind yeah. of this, which is kind of the thing, right? Like you don't know how you're going to get there, but you know, you're going to get there. Exactly. The perseverance, the perseverance. And then too, there's, I don't know if you've seen, I don't know what episode this is. This isn't a spoiler, but she basically (laughs) talks to her friend. I think her name was Neff and they were having a conversation and she was like, it's just like jumping out of a plane and knowing that there's going to be a parachute to catch you. Right. And that knowing, I think that was to me probably one of the most powerful scenes in the entire show, because it shows you that as an entrepreneur, as you know, a creative, as an artist, you take leaps of faith. And when you take the leap of faith with the energy and then knowing that you'll be okay, it really does volumes to your confidence. So I think to circle back on the confidence bit, I'm just, I'm glad that you brought that up because I know a lot of people, even those who consider themselves more extroverted have struggled with, you know, I've had so many speakers and like professional speakers and entrepreneurs that have huge companies come up and they on the show and they talk about everyone has dips in their confidence levels at times. Like we're not all on a hundred, even as extroverts. So it's just, and I think it would kind of be boring if you were right. Cause then you'd probably be like super cocky, I guess. I, I don't know how that would read to other people if you were constantly like that. So confidence is important though. So absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, there's definitely a difference between cocky and being, you know, being cocky and being confident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, it can get weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. It can, it can, because it, it just can. And for those of you who saw, did you see the Kanye documentary? Yes. I mean, I just, I, I absolutely loved the documentary. So for those of you who have not watched it and you're entrepreneurs or creatives or artists, like, you need to watch it. It's it's just so inspiring. I loved the yeah. first two. It's a three, it's a trilogy. It's a three-part docu-series that Netflix put on. And the first two really talk about his life like from when he was basically still a teenager, starting out and he was making beats like super young and then him getting into trying to become a rapper and his, you know, his confidence, that confidence and that uh, bravado, it really, it really carried him and he, but he was so passionate. And I love that word because that's exactly what he was. That's what I think he had that maybe Anna Sorokin or Delvey or whatever the hell her name is. Like she didn't really have the passion. She had the determination, but I think passion and determination are different. And, and Connie is definitely passionate about what he's doing. He was determined as well, but I just think to see people go from kind of like not having much to, to your point, like getting to places where 
other people have really wanted to be and making money and being in the limelight. It's, it's powerful, but your confidence, I mean, people, it's a vibe. People see that and they pay attention to that and they will focus on that. And you, you want to be, but I I think what I've learned from these two documentaries is that you kind of need to lean more towards the, the, like if, if confidence was a scale and like at the one end of the scale was like being cocky, you kind of have to be really close to that that cocky level only because it's, it's not really cocky. It's like this inner knowing and mm-hmm. this inner belief, which technically goes back to what you were saying before about having that. Why, why was, was he so passionate? Why was she so determined? Because they believed to their core that they could do whatever it was they wanted to do. And so yeah. that belief system carried them, that confidence carried them, that inner knowing and perseverance carried them. And as entrepreneurs and creatives, like we just, I think we need more of that. I think we need a lot, a lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, even take somebody like Muhammad Ali, you know, everyone's like, he's so cocky. And it's like, "Mm, well, well, he's the greatest of all time. So I don't know. (laughs) You know, like, it's kind of like, well, what? I mean, he's earned it. Why not? You know, I don't know. Like, and yeah, of course, like, I don't know. I just feel like certain people just, just have that. And yeah, it's, it's a teeter totter, like, is it, I don't know. I don't think it's always bad. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And I think too, like as a dancer, you kind of have to ride that wave a little bit too, when you're performing, because you've got to be confident in your body. You've got to be confident in your movement and you're knowing the choreography and confident in the music and like confident in who you're around. I think there's a lot of different layers too to that and like from a dancing like just a visual you know what I'm talking about like that visual component there yeah I love that I love yeah. that and that's another if you're are you a, I'm assuming you're a Janet Jackson fan oh of course yeah did you watch her documentary too sure I did <laughs> oh, I love her so yes. much me too I love her so much yes but the confidence yes okay so I'm glad we talked about that all right so so far just to kind of re I know we talked about documentaries a lot because it's it's just fun and you know we've been in the house because it was winter so we we've talked about confidence we've talked about your why we've talked about your background and what you've been doing and talked about entrepreneurship and just kind of sometimes the ways that it it can overlap really with with being an actor and with performing and stuff like that. But I want to get into, we talked a little bit about, I guess, what you're doing, what you're looking forward to this year, traveling, getting out, and then also your self-care a bit, what you do for self-care. So we've talked about a lot of things so far, um, but I do want to get into this new venture. And I want you to take us through maybe the initial thoughts, because this, y'all, this is new. And this is fun because I've had this happen a few times on my podcast before, where I had somebody come on the show right before they did something crazy cool. And then as soon as they were off the show, like it blew up in the best way. Right. And this is not like, and I feel like this is going to happen again. So I want to just make sure I'm, I'm like waving my Kanye flag here to say that like I called it and per usual, and this is about to be really, really dope. So take <laughs> us through the, like when this was just a thought in your brain to like what it's becoming now. So we're, we are talking about Grace and yes. Grace. Yes. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. Uh-huh. Okay. So I am not an alcohol drinker. My body doesn't like it. I've tried several different kinds of alcohol. I don't know. My body just says no. My thing is coffee. I've loved coffee since 
I don't know, college, I started drinking it. And then through my travels around the world, I ended up, you know, tasting coffee at different places. And then like my palate started to get refined. And now I'm super bougie with it. And it's a whole thing. But anyway, <laughs> I started a, a company during the pandemic, during 2020. It's called Grace and Grit Coffee Company. And I started out just making cold brew at home while everybody was inside. I had been a barista for a year, a couple of years prior, so I, I knew how to make everything. And yeah, I was making vats of it in the house because we were really in the house 2020. And I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I was making these jars of cold brew and then I would give one to a friend or one to another friend and then more friends started to ask for it. And then all of a sudden I was delivering cold brew on, on Sundays around L.A., like everywhere. Like I was driving for half a day around L.A. just delivering cold brew. So then I started to think, OK, like, wow, I'm really making like a little bit of extra money here. And since I have the time, why don't I get the business end together? So I went ahead and, you know, made the LLC and like got a trademark, which I think literally is just coming through now. It takes a very long time. But yeah, I was just getting all the things in order. And the past year, I developed everything to being able to ship online the packaging for the beans. So now I'm selling beans as well. Right now we have Grace, which is an Ethiopian single origin. And we have Grit, which is a dark roast blend. So those are the two things we have right now. The website is almost done. I'm doing everything with myself and my cousin. And we are having a bit of an issue with the shipping part, but I swear it's about to be up and running. But I am still shipping and everything. I haven't I haven't not been shipping. So if anybody wants something, you just you just message me and I'll I'll make sure to get it to you. But yes, the website will be up soon. It's been a beautiful venture. I had an old script in my head that I wasn't a businesswoman. I'm an artist, but I've been slowly getting rid of that and learning day by day about different things and creating this company and what I need to do and what I need to learn and how to grow it. And it's a whole vibe. But yeah, I, I'm clearly a businesswoman, whether I like it or not. So <laughs> here we are. I love it. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah. And I love coffee as well. I do. I do. Network and Spill is, if you follow the Network and Spill IG page, you know, I post, I post yeah. wine and different beverages, but I also post a lot about espresso and coffee and lattes. I'm a latte girl. I'm very sensitive to caffeine. So to your point mm. about like your body, just like doing what it wants, like yeah. I really can't, like I can't get, I can't get too crazy with the espresso or with the caffeine because it will, it will make my heart race and it'll make my eye twitch. And so I have to yeah. be really careful. But when yeah. I tell you, I love the flavor and it makes me so happy, even if it's decaf, like I just, I just, I love it. So I'm glad that, and I also just love the name grace and grit. So y'all have to follow the IG page, right? Especially if you are interested in, in putting it in order. So you mm -hmm. follow the IG page and just message them when, whenever, right? Message and say, Hey, I want to get this. I want to get that. And the website will be up soon. And once it is up, I will go back and I will edit the show notes here so you can find it in the show notes in the future. So I'm um, just stay abreast to that. But if you're following the IG page, 
then you'll have it. If you'll have it, you'll know, and you'll see the post. I'm sure you'll post like on your feed when it's, um, when the website's up for folks and they'll, they'll know that way too. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's so exciting. That is is so exciting. exciting. It's just, coffee's just been like such a love of mine and I love coffee culture. I love going to cafes. Every time I travel, I look up like what the local shops are and I go and I try it out. And yeah, I just love like the community that's shaped around grabbing a cup of coffee with people and the tastes and the flavors and all of it. I just love all of it. Yeah, for sure. And I, I'm with you, especially with the traveling bit, like going to new cities, going even to like cities you've been with and places you've been, going and hitting up the new different coffee, coffee cafe, whatever yeah. shops. It is, it is a sport. It is a sport. <laughs> Yeah. It just brightens my day. It does. It does. Okay. So you've got grace and grit and that's, that's coming. That's in the works. That's technically already happening. It's just going to get bigger and you've got some other things you're working on this year. So what else, how can we support your adventures or your ventures? I keep saying adventures, which is kind of crazy because we've been, we have been talking about traveling. So not your adventures, but like your ventures, your business ventures, the different things that you do, how can we support? I mean, Grace and Grid is, you know, something that you can support for sure in a real way. Other than that, it's just kind of giving me good vibes. Like, give me good, good vibes. You know, the artist's life is full of ups and downs. So I really genuinely feel people's good energy and support and well wishes as I continue my life in the arts. Yeah, follow what I'm doing. If I, I really appreciate if I, if I post something like a, uh, something I've created. If you share it, it's lovely <laughs> or watch it, you know, just, just supporting what I'm doing. Words of encouragement, good vibes. That's, that's all I need really. I can dig that. I can dig that. Perfect. Yeah. So, okay. So you're, you're going to be in LA for the most part. You may do some traveling. Do you have any, I mean, are you like a networking events, like conference type gal? Do you, do you foresee yourself going and, and being a part of any of those anytime soon? I don't see any anytime soon, but yeah, sure. If I love to be a part of any community-oriented, uplifting conference. <laughs> so yeah, if, that's, if that is in the works anytime soon, I will definitely venture out and, and be a part of that. That'd be great. Or to lead some kind of something in that, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And we'll make sure that we are following so we can see what you do end up getting into. Cause I know the year is still quite young and there's still a lot of potential, especially as things are opening up. You know, I think we'll see people who are like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And they're going to take a leap of faith and they're going to put on events that they couldn't put on, you know, a year or two ago, they're going to take the risk and, and do the thing. Um, I'm excited to see what happens this year just in that realm. But I did want to ask, as we kind of close out here, because it is Women's History Month, I wanted to know some women in your life, outside of <laughs> Janet Jackson, who inspire you, who motivate you, who you look up to, if you have any muses. I definitely want to hear. The women in my family, I would say, first and foremost, I very much look up to my sister, who just moves in the world with such grace and has done such amazing things, but has the most humble spirit. She is the 
youngest and first woman of color to run the Juilliard Dance Department. And that is a huge feat while having two children and being a wife and doing all the things gracefully. I don't know how she does it. (laughs) And yes, my mom too. She was an entrepreneurial woman, had us four kids. I would go around to whatever job she had to do and she just somehow made it work. Honestly, just the women that I see every day when I go to work and I, I teach cycling and there's so many badass women there and leading spaces and I had to, there's just so many, there's so many, but yeah, I don't, I, I think we can look forward and across to the women in our lives. We don't always have to, to illuminate a celebrity or anything like that. I think they're obviously awesome as well, but yeah, I mean, what about, you know, the people right around you or in your community that we can lift up during women's month. I think that's equally as important. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, of course, I think it's easier a lot of times to do that because we know them, right? A lot of times we just get what we see from folks Mm -hmm. online, even if they are like entrepreneurial muses for people, people who are mentors and leaders in their industries. Maybe you have a favorite speaker or you have a favorite author that you just adore And you want to, sure, think about them and shout them out. But to your point, yeah, the people that are in your cell phone, the people that are going to show up for you if you if you get sick or something and, and you're laid up and, and, and you've got visitors, who are those folks? I think mm-hmm. those are definitely the, the people that we've got to uplift the most and, and first and foremost. I love that your sister is doing all that she's doing and, and is able to lead like that and, and be yeah. such a great example to you and to, I'm sure in her kids and her spouse, like, like that it's, it's crazy how it just, it touches so many people when we are, leading and living in our truth and connected to that why and we're showing up in our power and we're doing these things how it affects other people right so it's about us and like our journeys as individuals but it's really cool when it rubs off on other people in a positive way so yeah of course shout out to the sisters i have i have three sisters they're all younger and Mm. i know some of them tune in almost every week and listen and i appreciate that so much and you know, my mom as well. Like there's lot, there are lots of women who, who show up, you know, who show up and who support. And we want to give those women kudos for sure. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Two, two godmothers as well, who are fantastic and aunts and mentors. And yeah, we need, we need these women. That's like the spine. Especially as, you know, especially as like you said, and you said this in the very beginning, you know, when you're dealing with all the things that you're dealing with as an individual and as an artist, like you need that foundation to keep you grounded and to support you and to be there to uplift you on those days where you're like, I can't believe this happened. And you're just losing it or you're upset or you're just really disappointed. Um, Those are the people that we lean on the most. And I think with what you're doing, it's very important. And I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, it can be, (laughs) it is a little bit like a roller coaster at times. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So many correlations between, and I never, I mean, have you ever thought about that? The correlations between like the dance world and the acting world and like entrepreneurial type stuff? Oh yeah. I think it all, it all works together. I don't see them all so separate, you know? Mm. I think they all build into each other (laughs) in one way or another. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, and we'll kind of end on this note of making sure that you have that self-care, you know, that self-care and that support system. So if you've listened this far, number one, you're amazing for listening this far into the episode. I appreciate you. And if you have questions for Daisha, you can come onto our IG live. We're going to hit up an IG live and just speak to the folks, just show face a little bit. If you have questions, you want to know something, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're a dancer or you're a performer, doesn't matter. Bring questions and ask away. If you're listening to this later on down the line, go listen to the replay, go watch the IG live replay. Those are always fun to watch later on. I've got a ton of really good ones. If you ever get bored and you want to just like see some really great guests in like in 3d, like on the actual devices versus just the voice. But yeah, I really appreciate this conversation. Is there anything we yeah. forgot to bring up? I have created a a short film called Don't Touch My Hair that I've been working on for a few years, actually. And we're in post-production, so stay tuned for, for that as well. And that is another way y'all can help out whenever that does come out <laughs> to give voice to that. Because it's very important as women who have natural hair in, in different industries, uh, dealing with that and empowering themselves to be them true, to be their true selves in, in all the ways and in our hair and the way we look and all these things. So stay tuned for when that comes out. Mm, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I will, once the link goes out, Deja, we'll have to We'll just, I'll I'll pay attention, but once the link comes out, I can also add that to the show notes as well. So for those listening later on in the summer or in the spring or whatever, they can catch the link and easily find it. But I'm so grateful that I was able to kind of hunt you down. Yeah. And get you to come. Yeah, this is fun. We could have talked for so long about so many different things. And I just, I'm really grateful that we got to have this sit down and, and just kind of talk about what you're working on and inspire some folks. I know I was inspired by I just looking at your website alone is inspiring. Um, and I will Thanks. link that in the show notes for you guys to see just, I mean, literally it's not dynamic dynamitude. I don't know. We're just going to make up a word, <laughs> I like it. but like the diversity of things, let's say that the diversity of things that you're doing, very inspiring to those who are creatives, entrepreneurs and the like. So go check her website out, everyone. Make sure you're following her on Instagram at I am the Deja, right? Yeah. I get that right. Yep. Also Correct. make sure you're following myself at Whitney Danielle co underscore. I will be posting graphics and reminders for when we go live and just later on, I'll do a recap and stuff like that. So make sure you're following us on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter. Are you on any other social media platforms? Yeah, TikTok, I'm, right? I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter, all the things I'm the day show. Yeah. Okay. So we will link those as well. And, you know, just support your girls here, support mm-hmm. us. Yes. And <laughs> grab some coffee, grab some cold brew, support, support. I know we all know someone who's like actually in love with coffee. We all know if if we're not that person, we literally could go through and probably name multiple people that are. So I'm excited for you. Congratulations and all that you've done and all that you will do for 2022. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Deja, thank you for being here. And thank you. We'll catch y'all on the next episode.